New Year's Eve this year is a little more low-key as well for many in Pakistan. In a place where millions use small motorbikes for transportation, the country has banned carrying passengers, riding without a muffler and popping wheelies. And those are just the no-nos for tonight. See, the Pakistani government has gone ban crazy recently in the name of national security. Especially egregious, say critics, has been the occasional ban on cell phone use, which they've done several times over the past year. Fahad Desmukh reports from Karachi. The first time the government imposed a cell phone ban was in March. It happened again in August. Rahman Malik, Pakistan's interior minister, was matter-of-fact about it when he was announcing the seventh cell phone ban of the year in November. I had no option but to shut down mobile phone services in Karachi and Quetta from 1 o'clock until late in the evening. That was during Muharram, a religious commemoration for Shia Muslims. In Pakistan, that has become a time of violent sectarian attacks. The ban lasted during daylight hours for three days. It was imposed on more than 40 cities and towns. Malik says cell phones are an intricate part of terrorist attacks. One, they use them to detonate bombs. Two, the terrorists communicate among themselves with them. And three, they communicate with the masterminds behind the attacks using mobile phones. But it's not just mobile phones that are prohibited. There's also been a ban on the use of motorcycles because terrorists have used them. The government banned YouTube, all of it, for three months after the release of the Innocence of Muslims video. The anti-Islam video sparked protests across the Muslim world, including in Pakistan. The ban was lifted for a few hours this Saturday, but it was reimposed after the government found that the offending video was still accessible on YouTube. Twitter and Facebook have also been banned at different times in previous years, and in 2011, the government attempted to ban a list of 1,700 phrases from text messages that were deemed vulgar, phrases like barface and cyberslimer. Farhan Hussain works for Bytes for All, that's spelled B-Y-T-E-S. It's a digital rights organization that has recently started a new campaign to challenge online censorship. Hussain believes there's a strategic pattern to the bans that have an impact. You have to see that the need to communicate becomes even more stronger in a society that has faced severe dictatorships over the past few decades, almost continuously. And by blocking channels of communication for civilians, uh, the democratic process becomes even more difficult to establish. So, in a way, it's a way of sabotaging the entire system. Hussein says that although the right to information and expression are protected in Pakistan's constitution, the legal language is ambiguous enough to be exploited. These words are very, very loosely constructed and they can be interpreted and reinterpreted and misinterpreted ad nauseum. And that is what the government does as well. This is Dr. Nishat Fatma. She's a gynecologist and the wife of an opposition political leader. She's taking the government to court for violating her constitutional rights by banning mobile phone services. She says she had a patient who was pregnant who wanted to call her when she wasn't feeling well, but couldn't because of a cell phone ban. When I checked, I found that the fetus had died three days earlier. Maybe if the phone network was working at the time, I could have sent her to the hospital and treated her, and she would have been a mother now. Fatima says there's got to be a limit to what can be banned for the sake of security. Why don't you just put a ban on everything? Don't allow TVs. Someone could use a TV remote to detonate a bomb. Don't allow cars to run. Shut down everything. Stop people from breathing. Are the lives of the public so cheap? 
Fatima and others say these bans aren't just about security, but are about reinforcing the idea that the government has a right to control people's lives. For the world, I'm Fahad Desmukh in Karachi, Pakistan.